Over the years, Untitled has exhibited and worked with thousands of artists worldwide, presented by our exhibitors who hail from over 30 countries. In this podcast series, we'll be calling up some of the artists, gallerists, performers, curators, and writers we've worked with closely over the years to get their take on Untitled. But really, Untitled as a concept, Untitled as a title, Untitled as an event, Untitled as both a state of being, a beginning, and an end. In episode two, we're going to be looking at sound, art, and noise. So to start, I called up a friend of mine. Hi, uh, this is Claire Wilson, and I'm calling from Madison, Wisconsin. I am an artist, and I mostly deal with kinetic sculpture and sound experiments. I love noise and making things that make noise. As an artist working in kinetic sculpture that makes noise, I asked her to comment on an untitled sculpture by the great Harry Bertoia. Untitled is a sun ambient sculpture by Harry Bertoia. This one is really indicative of his oeuvre. They're very elegant, minimal sculptures, and they make ambient noises when provoked by external forces, such as the wind or through touch. I then asked Claire how Bertoia's legacy has influenced her own work. Harry Bertoia, in general, has influenced me in many ways. I'm actually sitting in a Harry Bertoia chair right now. So I always sit in a Harry Bertoia chair when I mix my sound at my desk. The sound ambient body of work, um, such as the Untitled sculpture we're looking at, has really influenced me in the sense of play. Play is really important in my work, and seeing how Bertoia's relationship with the sculptures, thinking about playing them and interacting with them, has been really important to me in the way that I think about my work and how I approach my work. Hello and welcome to the Untitled Art Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Schmidt. Untitled Art Podcast is the new iteration of Untitled Radio, a program that innovates upon the customary art fair talks by providing a different, dynamic depth for interviews and panel discussions, adding performances, audio-based artwork, music, and playlists by artists, curators, and art world professionals, all presented at Untitled Art Fairs in Miami Beach and San Francisco. of Untitled Radio was formed on the basic premise that less is more. I was inspired by the ideas of the American architect Keller Easterling. I was interested in what would be added if we were to physically subtract space or objects from the chaos within an art fair. A convergent line of thought would be Lucy Lepard's dematerialization concept, associated with 1960s conceptual art and its emphasis in democratizing distribution channels. In 2015, we launched Untitled Radio, a platform that was meant to rethink what programming within an art fair looks like and even take away all aspects of visuality and spatiality, focusing on that which cannot be seen but only heard. I sometimes fear that we've become too reliant on our eyes a sense uniquely apt for the fragmentation of time brought about by digitalization. Untitled Radio wanted to shift that focus to our ears, and in doing that, expand time and focus. We wanted to create a space for people to listen, to tune out of the chaos of an art fair, and by tuning out, would tune in. What I mean by this is to tune out from the social space that an art fair provides the place of conversation and discourse about art, the industry, and commerce. And through listening to Untitled Radio, each individual was then able to tune in. Untitled Radio included talks, panels, and interviews, as well as poetry, readings, and performances. It also featured music and compositions. Another important area that Untitled Radio focused on was sound art and noise. When a listener encounters sound art, They must rely on their own interpretation and their own vision. Rather than the art providing images, the listener conjures their own, their very own, and totally unique imagery. Today, we dig into the archives of Untitled Radio to highlight some of our favorite projects of audio and noise-based art produced for the program since 2015. We'll introduce these collaborations in eight chapters. So we're going to jump right into listening to Chapter 1, Field Recordings. 
Untitled was founded on the beach in 2012. Out on the sand, just steps from the ocean is where we come to visit the fair. The sound and smells of the ocean and South Beach, Miami, all contribute to the experience of coming to Untitled. In 2014, I met the two Miami-based artists, Emil Migram and T. Wheeler Castillo. They have been collaborating as archival feedback, collecting field recordings from all around the Miami area, from the beach to the streets to the Everglades, salsa joints, and beyond. What follows is an immersive oral landscape of the Miami area by archival feedback, produced for the 2017 edition of the fair. Listen and allow images of Miami to come to you. Maybe you'll experience memories, maybe fantasies. Whatever you see, it's completely yours.
Moving on to chapter two, we'll explore live music. During the first year that we launched Untitled Radio, we collaborated with an artist-run space based out of Brooklyn called Helper. During the opening night of the fair, the noise band Druids performed live, with artists including Nathan Gwynn, Nicholas Taipaldos, and Ben Dowell. What follows is an excerpt from the live performance, which went late into the opening night of the fair. Using recycled materials found in the Miami area, they built out the physical platform for Untitled Radio, the space where the conversations, experiments, and live performances took place throughout the week. This music was performed and recorded live at the fair, the first of several live performances that were to follow over the years. the arrangement of words and phrases to create well-formed sentences in a language. 
That is the subject of our third chapter. It is also the title of a work of sound art created by Maria Antelman, who was featured in an exhibition called AV, curated for Data Editions in 2017, which explored the idea of how audio exists and functions without visuals. Shet. Daco. Itself. Kufu. H. Generally. Chess. Daytasot. Gaz. Kidoke. Later. Balen. Poos. How? If. If. Gisay Biff. Each. It. Into. It. This piece uses stop words and non words together, highlighting their different functions. Is. Ditoed. Somewhere. Beefy lighten. Under. Bad done. Almost. Dinoom. Although. Next. Tile recase. Anywhere. Gapet. Around. Kigice. Away. Because. Kylor. Before. Tavu pus. Never. Behind. Better. Desses. The non words sound like words but have no meaning. Researchers use them to help understand how information is processed. No. Really? Likely? Kotisot. Stop, or noise words, are so common that they confuse search engines. Search engines filter them out to facilitate the search for information. Sounds of recording devices rewinding, stopping, and restarting connect and further disconnect the ambiguous and unintelligible voices. Have I deem somewhere almost this sound piece is about a void, a gap, and a stoppage in a closed system of meaning. Although Kotisot. Around K because keep before by Cyril behind better between <laughs> certainly clearly give me the message give gives get gets of given kill I can chapter four Original FM. During the inaugural edition of Untitled in San Francisco in 2017, we invited independent curator Cece Moss to curate a selection of experimental radio events that aired on KPFA in the late 1960s and early 70s. Independent freeform radio has always been an essential part of the Bay Area's cultural landscape. KPFA was the first listener-supported non-commercial radio station in the United States, established in 1946. The radio events were produced in collaboration with the radio station's listeners, fulfilling Bertolt Brecht's 1923 prophecy that every user would be a producer. Often the radio hosts would direct or instruct their viewers to participate with them in some sort of experiment or experience. Fun and innovative, the programs involved everything from collectively brewing tea over the airwaves to activities with an actual physical and social consequence, like joining listeners in a public jam session in Berkeley Park. For this program, which originally aired on April 6, 1970, KPFA host Charles Amir Khanian and his wife, Carol Law, 
inviting their listeners to boil a pot of water alongside them in making tea. Do you want to? Yeah, I'll make some tea. Welcome to Boiling Water, a radio event by Philip Corner. In this event, the listening audience is invited to participate with the sounds on the tape, which you are hearing now. Please get out a kettle. We're going to make some nice warm beverage of everybody's choice. We're going to have tea, is that right? Yeah, we'll have tea. Okay. Do you have a kettle? Go to your faucet and fill your kettle with some water. During the course of this event, you will hear the sounds of water being boiled. You are to synchronize the boiling of your water with the sounds of the boiling of our water so that we end up at the same time together drinking our tea and coffee. Okay, have you got a kettle full of water? Six minutes later. Is the water simmering yet? No. It's not ready yet. Oh, it looks like it's simmering a little. It's beginning to simmer. Oh, you can sort of see the patterns in the water from the heat. Oh, that's beautiful. I've never seen that before. I just guess you don't spend enough time in the kitchen. I guess not. One minute later. I hope you've been following along with us. It looks like the, this water's about to boil. Is that right? Yes. Water's ready now. I'm gonna turn it down, let it cool. Ooh, it's coming out the spout. You know, actually, you're not supposed to ever pour boiling water into tea or coffee. Just let it cool down. It makes it bitter if you pour it in the boiling. So we'll cool it down for a few seconds. And Let's get our tea ready. Oh, you have it in the pot. Here's in the pot. I'll, okay. I'll transfer it to the pot. Ready? to uh, sit there for a few minutes. Get ready. We'll take our uh, cups to the table. Okay. Oh, now I can just sit down and relax and see what's on the radio next, huh? Yeah. Okay. Here's the cookies. You just want yours plain? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, it's really hot. Steam. Rising. Hot, hot. Mm. Ow! Nearly burned my finger. Oh. There you go. Here's a cup of tea. Thank you. Enjoy yourself. Here. Everybody ready to drink? I think we ought to drink to the next program that's on the radio. Okay, what's on next, do you know? Well, why don't we turn it back to the local announcer to announce what's on next. Wait and see, huh? Yeah. Okay. To the next program.
That's great. Time is many things, but mostly hard to explain. Now, I think one of the conventions by which we tend to be fooled more than almost any other is time. And for all human beings, time is a matter of extraordinary importance. And perhaps this is one of the principal ways in which we differ from animals. Because man has been called a time-binding animal. That is to say, a creature who is vividly aware of the fact that his life moves, as it were, along a line from the past, through the present, and into the future. You're listening to Chapter 5, Time Radio. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, 20 sculptures in one hour. One. The problem is to see 20 sculptures in one hour. An hour seems like a long time, but 20 sculptures are a lot of sculptures. Yet an hour still seems like a long time. When we calculate, we discover that one hour divided by 20 sculptures gives us three minutes of sculpture. But though the calculation is correct, this seems wrong to us. Three minutes is far too little time in which to see a sculpture. And it is also far too little to be left with after starting with a whole hour. The trouble, we suppose, is that there are so many sculptures. Yet however many sculptures there are, we still feel we ought to have enough time if we have an hour. It must be that although the calculation is correct, it does not represent the situation correctly. Though how to represent the situation correctly in terms of a calculation and why this calculation does not really represent it, we can't yet discover. Two, the answer may be this. One hour is really much shorter than we have become accustomed to believe and three minutes much longer so that we may eventually reverse our problem and say that we start with a fairly short period of time, one hour, in which to see 20 sculptures and find after calculation that we will have a surprisingly long period of time, three minutes, in which to look at each sculpture. Although at this point it may begin to seem wrong that so many periods lasting so long, three minutes each, can all be contained in so short a period, one hour. That was Lydia Davis reading 20 sculptures in one hour, which was incorporated into Time Radio, a full playlist and soundscape composed by Robin Cameron and Ted Turner, and first aired during the 2017 edition of Untitled San Francisco. Their playlist incorporates a curated selection of music and sounds that relate to the theme of, you guessed it, time. The clips in this hour-long segment range from philosopher Alan Watts explaining time, music about time from composers and bands like the Boston Pops to Laurie Anderson, from Brian Eno to The Sparks, and of course Nina Simone's live recording in 1970 of Who Knows Where the Time Goes. The full playlist is archived on untitledartfairs.com. We'll now move on to Chapter 6, Alien Signals. So far in this episode, we've been hearing examples of artists that work with sound and instruments, experimenting with them, recontextualizing them, and tweaking them to their unique explorations in the realm of sound. But what about artwork that itself makes its own noise? This past winter, we invited sound artist Claire Wilson, live on Untitled Radio, to talk about her sculptures, which are curiously alive and kicking. So this, this piece that I'm going to present today is a remix of that, going through the three modes, and I thought that I would talk back to them. So I hacked into a radio and turned it into a theremin, in which I move around it and try to speak back to my sculptures in the same space. So this piece that we're going to play in just a second is called Encounters, and it's me talking to my sculptures, remix style. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Thank you. 
That was amazing. They're definitely communicating. It's amazing. Describe what we just heard again. For There's some people now that are just joined us. Hi there. Yes, um, so that was a piece called Encounters, and it's an audio piece derived from a sculptural kinetic sound installation in which the pieces talk to each other um, through three different modes, conversing, arguing, and silence. And this piece is me intervening and talking back to them with a hacked radio that I turned into a theremin. How did you turn it into a theremin? Oh, yeah. So it's, a, it's called a three-radio theremin in which you dial two of the radios to a very specific AM station. And then the third radio you break open and connect wire to one of the terminals inside of its body. <laughs> And then when you turn them all on and put them in proximity to each other, and it's very specific. If you are off by one centimeter, the whole thing won't work. But when you finally get it right, your proximity to the wire that you have connected to the terminal will produce sound. It'll, it'll produce sound out of one of the other radios. So you have to turn the volume way up on one of those. Wow, that's amazing. So you know a lot of electrical work to do this. I mean, you have to be kind of an electrician to, to, to know what to do. Because what you're saying, I mean, I'm a musician and I can't fix one of my guitar pedals. <laughs> How did you learn all this? Oh, YouTube. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, the internet is a beautiful thing in that regard. In, in my work, I also incorporate a lot of Arduino and coding and trying to hack into different electrical or electronics, and I learned so much on the internet. It's, it's great that there's a huge community out there that are very supportive and giving with that information. Wow. Señorita B, escribo desde Barcelona. Me gusta la respiración en mi almohada a las mañanas. No me gusta el sonido de mis tripas, zona de no dolor. Señorita B, nunca me han gustado los perros. Odio que tengan tanta importancia y se hayan puesto de moda. Peleo con los dueños. Me amargo con sus presencias. Me ofenden su protagonismo por encima de los seres humanos para los seres humanos. Pero conocí una chica hermosa con una perrita y la acepté. Pero creo que no aguanto más. Podría llegar a acabar con esta relación que considero seria y me interesa. Al principio la toleré. Si me quedaba en casa con la perra, la respetaba por amor a ella, a Launa, que es mi novia. Queremos hacer vida juntos, tener hijos, y yo he ido aprendiendo a llevarme con su perra, llamada Laika. Pero lo que pasa ahora empezó hace unas semanas. Me quedé solo con Laika y ella se comió mi cena que dejé en la mesa. Como no estaba Laura, perseguí a Laika para pegarle con odio con mi zapato. La terminé acorralando en el baño. La fui cercando. Ella tenía mucho miedo y cuando me le acerqué, me miró con una mirada tan llena de soledad, miedo y desprotección que no pude resistirme y la besé. ¿Qué hago, señorita B? Yes. You're now listening to Chapter 7 to Black Hole, White Hole, Surf in the Dream Channels, a two-part radio program made by Dallas-based artist collective Culture Hole.
がとうドナパンチャさん私たちの次の冒険の前にそのホールへ行って見てみましょう Not all the time. I think it depends on the dream. My mom has it a lot. And I'll hear her be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it doesn't sound like her. It's like totally guttural, like another animal. I mean, it, to me, it's like, for me, it's always happened in dreams where something suddenly goes wrong and I can't get out of it, but I know it's not real. So I'm like trying to act, I'm trying to wake myself up from it. Final chapter, let's rewind to Miami Beach in 2015, where the curator of the Museum of Arts and Design, Shannon Stratton, introduced the sonambient recordings of Harry Bertoya live from the fair. Hi, you're listening to Untitled Radio, the Untitled Art Fair. This is Shannon Stratton. I'm the chief curator at the Museum of Arts and Design in New York City. And this afternoon, I'm going to bring you the sonambient recordings of sculptor Harry Bertoya. In 1976, Harry Bertoya said, I don't hold on to terms like music and sculpture anymore. Those old distinctions have lost all their meaning. Harry Bertoya recalled how, as a child, he wished there was a musical instrument that anyone could play instantly. His father and brother were musically inclined and played the accordion. Harry would tap his foot. Not owning the same talent. Later, when a group of Hungarian gypsies came through his village in northern Italy, they banged on pots and pans with a rhythmical beat. These vibrations left an impression deep inside young Harry. As an adult, Bertoia never stopped experimenting with, playing, and enjoying his art. The tall tonal wire pieces that he made came about when he was bending a single heavy wire and it met another piece and made a wonderful sound. It provoked wonder as to what two or three or twenty rods might sound like. Thus began the adventure down the path of sun ambient, or the environment created by sounding sculptures. He never made the same piece twice, always seeking a different or richer sound with varying size rods. In the late 1950s, Bertoia began creating long form, improvised pieces of music utilizing pure acoustic tones evoked from his sound sculptures. Around this time, Bertoia came up with the term sun ambient. To describe the music and environment created by his tonal sculptures and their lush harmonic overtones. After renovating the old estate barn on his property in Pennsylvania, 
Bertoia gathered together about 100 sounding pieces, including gongs and singing bars. He went to great lengths to set up just the right tonals in the ideal order, often substituting a new experimental sculpture for a previous selection. Harry often recorded his frequent intuitive sound experiments using four overhead microphones and a quarter-inch tape, quarter tape recorder, releasing his first Sonambian LP in 1970. In 1978, in the final months of his life, he selected recordings from his archive and produced 10 more Sonambian records. He would not live long enough to see or hear these records himself. Bertoia died in 1978 at age 63 and was buried under a giant gong behind his Sonambian barn. As Shannon recounted, Bertoia wished for an instrument that anyone could play instantly, without training, 
without expertise. With Untitled Radio, I wanted a platform where anybody could experience what we ambiguously call sound art or noise art. I wanted a place where artists could present and share immaterial and non-visual artwork within a fair context. With the Untitled Art Podcast, I hope to provide another dedicated space for listening and for understanding this medium in all of its diversity. To call upon the words of another pioneering sound artist, John Cage, if something is boring after two minutes, try it for four. If still boring, then eight, then 16, then 32. Eventually one discovers that it is not boring at all. With this podcast, we hope to continue to promote and encourage sound, art, noise, and experimental recordings across diverse fields in the visual, musical, and performing arts. Countless contributors were involved in the programs we heard today, and I'd like to give a special thanks to Justin Asher and Mnemonic Recordings for producing this episode. To Adrian Olivares and Vicente Solis at Winwood Radio in Miami, Aaron Harbour and Catherine from KGPC in San Francisco, Kea Duarte, our programming manager, as well as the contributors to today's episode, including archival feedback, Druids, Zarek Kempf, Nathan Gwynn, Maria Antelman, David Grin, Cece Moss, Robin Cameron, Ted Turner, Claire Wilson, Culture Hole, and Shannon Stratton. The music you heard at the beginning and end of this episode are original tracks by Celia Hollander from the score for Madeline Hollander's performance, Mile, Untitled 2015. And to my team at Untitled Art Fairs for joining in my belief that by tuning out, you can tune in. December is just around the corner. The seventh edition of Untitled Miami Beach opens on December 5th. Make sure to book your travel ahead of time with Turan Travel. Visit turontravel.com to view discounted rates on a variety of some of the best hotels in Miami Beach. And plan to start your new year with Untitled San Francisco, opening January 18th, 2019. Visit the Bay Area and explore our new venue at the Palace of Fine Arts. We look forward to seeing you there. end today's episode by quoting from a lecture given again by John Cage. Wherever we are, what we hear is mostly noise. When we ignore it, it disturbs us. When we listen to it, we find it fascinating. So I'd like to invite you to keep on listening. Think of listening as another way of looking. And tune in for our next episode, which will explore fictions in contemporary art through the archives of Untitled Radio. Signing off, I'm your host, Amanda Schmidt, and I hope you'll join us again on the Untitled Art Podcast. Mm-hmm.